0: In addition to all these things, hold up the shield of faith to stop fiery arrows from the devil. Ephesians 6.16, New Living Translation. Strikers, let's see how we avoid the arrows from the devil.
1: Forge me into the servant that you would have me be. Hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life to the length that you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back in the fire from time to time to repair me as I get blemished with sin. And when my life is over and the fires of life are all quenched, grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Alan, welcome back from last week. <laughs> from last week. Because yeah. you,
0: you're you always here. Um, hey, Strikers, welcome back to this week. We've got uh, the shield of faith we're going to be talking about in the armor of God. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Uh, with the brushing, Alan, Grace
1: Place Family Church. Before I start with Grace Point Family Church. Grace, Grace Place. Grace Place. No, Grace Point, Grace Point Family Church. I always mess that up. Before I start with that. Um, You know, the weirdest thing happened to us the other day. Oh, yeah? So we adopted a dog from a blacksmith, and when we got home, he made a bolt for the door. (laughs) (laughs) That's my joke of the day.
0: Blacksmith joke of the day. Yeah. Had me going there for a second. It was good, right? (laughs) It was. He made a bolt for the door.
1: So, uh, for Grace Point Family Church, we have, on April 2nd, is coming up is Serve Day, uh, also we have our permanent food bank so for a serve day, you can find out more information from gracepointfamilychurch.com um, and also through our app which is available in both of the app stores Amazon or Amazon uh, Android, Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Um, past that we have our permanent food bank in, in Anna Texas located on 505 North Powell Parkway. It is called Grace Place. It is open Monday, Wednesday, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. and saturday from 9 a.m. to noon uh the food bank is for those that find themselves to be at any point in time food insecure uh you know by all means feel free to stop in we will set you up with a little a shopping cart you can do some shopping for food that you will actually eat and not just like a bag of hey here's what you're gonna eat no you get to actually pick it out there's there's ice cream there's I mean, no seriously there's there, there's brian's laughing but there's ice cream there's you know frozen all kinds of frozen goods uh all kinds of dry goods we've got a ton of baby goods there so anybody that finds themselves you to have be food foodie- made out of babies no <laughs> oh yeah f- food for babies food for babies okay yes, not formula. out of gotcha. formula diapers we've got all that stuff set up for you guys so um if you do find yourselves to be in need feel free to stop in um Get a shopping cart, do a little shopping, you know, let's let's get your family set up and uh, set up for success, yeah.
0: You know, with the baby that you have now, do you mm-hmm. f- find, are y'all using formula? No. Okay, I was going to say, let me know when you do. I'm curious how much that stuff is right now.
1: Uh, the last time, so Isaiah used formula and the formula we had him on because everything else made him, it just messed with the stomach. It was $52 a can. Oh, and at one point, uh, well, at one point, he was going through two cans a week.
0: Nah. Yeah. You know, if we're taking a McDonald's, you're going to spend that much money on that food anyway, uh, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> formula of McDonald's. My wife would say,
1: In McDonald's, no.
0: <laughs> She's like, oh, we're not going there. Right on. So Elevate Life Church, I almost... Elevate Family Church. <laughs> Elevate Family Church. Yes, we are a family there. April 9th, we have the Parent Summit, which uh, I'll probably end up going to and see if I can get any little nuggets out of that. April 16th, we have our Easter Egg and Car Show. And then April 16th and 17th, we have our Sea production. And if you haven't seen that, I invite y'all to come see a, a pretty cool little story about Jesus. It I like the ends C up production. being a, a, a big story. What's that? Yeah, I like the seed production. It's awesome. Yeah. Embrace events coming up April 29th through May 1st. Adopt a family camp out at Lake Whitney State Park. Uh, for those in the Elevate Life Church family or anybody else out there, uh, we have an opportunity to help them set up camp and some other uh, tasks that go along with that. So uh, sign up. I'll uh, be posting a sign-up sheet here pretty soon on that. So that's April 29th through May 1st. Uh, In May, we're not sure of the date yet. I haven't gotten that, but we have a golf tournament for uh, Embrace to raise some money there. They just uh, recently moved into a new house, and April 3rd, I think, we're moving them into the place. So another opportunity, and I believe we will have the sign-up sheet for that in the show notes. Uh, June 8th, Child to Family Connection Adoption Event is at Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano. For those at Elevate Life Church, we have uh, uh, portraits going on this weekend that we just passed. Hope you all caught some of that to see some of the kids that are uh, in the foster system that we can help out. But uh, yeah, so we are officially Elevate Life Church. That is a ministry that we're pouring into. So, um, you know, the things that we can do for them would be greatly appreciated. All right. So, Alan, yes. today, on the show, as our guest, we have we have one of my closest friends. One of, I guess, my only closest friend. <laughs> I don't have many friends that aren't on subscription that I have to pay that was a be monthly be fee. The uh, closest, but that's oh, the I mean. the that's cl- okay. the closest. If that makes him happy today, we, okay. So,
1: <laughs> if that makes him happy, we today. have
0: he and I do a breakfast every Sunday. And there's two people that join us, and I think that they join us because of the banter that goes back and forth with, with our guest today. I can see that. And that uh, makes them laugh and maybe makes them a little uneasy because <laughs> of the banter. So uh, I enjoy making people uneasy sometimes when it comes to that. So there is a bunch of... Uh, Please forgive me but nut kicking going on. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and yeah it's
1: a, it's a little bit of fun. So I think it's guys it's just what we do. That that is our relationships. Yeah, we 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 talk about hard things and then obviously there's a you know a fart joke somewhere.
0: <laughs> yes. We are real here. We mm-hmm. are real. Uh so yes. Uh one of my three, Brian Towers, welcome to the show today.
2: Thank you guys for having me on again.
0: Again. Man, it's been a while. How have you not been on more than just The one other time.
2: You were the ones that uh, asked and put the guests on the show, so you tell me.
0: See, it's a lot like this on Sunday mornings. (laughs) (laughs) So we've gone over your, uh, last time you were here, we talked about your core values. Yes. Uh, Just hit on them real quick. Just kind of remind us what they are.
2: Honor, accountability, selflessness, generosity, and positive attitude.
1: Positive attitude. How do you keep a positive attitude with the, trash dumpster fire that is 2022
2: um it went along with what garrett was asking us today are we living regardless and for the longest time i wasn't but um i'm beginning to to wake up every morning with that mindset that regardless of what happens this is who i'm going to be today Mm. um and it's taken 30 some odd years to be able to develop that type of mindset um and positive attitude was something I didn't really have for the longest time. So that was one of the reasons it was my core values. It was something I was striving for. I developed a lot of my core values out of what I felt I lacked so I could strive for something better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of do the same thing. So I have my top three core values, which are my core values, which I live by. And then I have each year I have, I add a bottom three of ones that that year I want to focus mm-hmm. on. So, good. um, Yeah. How about how about you? Have your uh, core values changed? Any uh, updated? Where are they at now, Alan?
1: Well, um, you know, it's funny you ask because just last night we had a little fireside chat, uh, the wife and I, and then also um, Theron and Ashley Snelson, and you know, just time, just like talking about family and you know, raising family and all that. And with that being said, I think one of my core values would probably that have probably moved up or maybe not moved up, but change would be apologizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, with my son, I have to, in not only do I have to, you know, be in a word firm with him, but at the same time, I also have to show them that I mess up. So if that means I have to apologize to him for getting upset or, you know, losing my cool over, you know, whatever the power ranger toy that he's playing with, (laughs) um, then that's what it means and sometimes I, you know I, I tell him like hey listen daddy messed up today with mom so I need you to be on extra good behavior let's listen to her because you know it's a sensitive situation how is something that you
0: like we're talking to Isaiah and talking about it forgiving how does that like how do you apologize to him on something that you've done with him
1: I try to remind him I well I get down on his level and I remind him about the about the situation like hey do you remember this happened earlier today and you know this is how I acted so I'll tell him at that point that's not the way that we're we're supposed to act I shouldn't have done that I'm sorry and then usually he he's really good about it it's okay daddy <laughs>
0: yeah. you know what is he now he's
1: a good forgiver he's three
0: yeah wow so uh Brian what are three traits in other people that you admire
2: um I I'd have to say one of the most important ones for me is uh self-control. Um unfortunately I didn't grow up in a household that had figures parental figures that had self-control, namely one versus the other. Um self-discipline is um a really big trait and I see that in a lot of our leaders at church, you know, and the guys I hang out with. Um and I'd have to say probably compassion or, or empathy. You know, everybody's going through something, you know, and not giving them excuse to do anything, but understanding that, you know, they might be going through something a lot more difficult than you are. So try and have compassion and, you know, show some empathy toward them.
0: Top three candy bars. Um,
2: dark chocolate Milky Way. Mmm. Split between dark chocolate and just regular milk chocolate Hershey's bar. Depending on if it's a s'mores or not. Mm-hmm. And then
1: Twix. probably a Twix. S'mores. Like if you're making s'mores? Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. thought there was like a new s'mores bar. And I was like, what? what? I gotta go find it.
2: I don't eat a whole... I never used to eat a whole lot of candy bars. I mean, obviously Halloween you get the little miniatures, but the special dark? That's a ticket right there. The special dark? Special dark. That's the, well, that's the dark
0: chocolate. I can't tell you how many people eat, text me. it's like, y'all need to do more uh, jingle singing
1: that's what shannon said that shannon, was so shannon, good shannon was i like, really enjoyed what? that she i mean like, i'm not it? gonna do that but i enjoyed that she was like what is that jingle that like something about chasing girls and i was like oh western warehouse, western warehouse. <laughs> so i pulled it she was like yeah what is that and i was like i pulled it up for her and i was singing along with it and she was like oh my gosh i was like yeah that's
0: so i'm sitting here thinking should i sing gumby terry
1: milestone electric will fix you in a flash i know it's just <laughs>
0: there we go folks yeah. I know. From your lips it's... to our ears, we aim to please.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right on. So, today we're talking about the uh, armor of God. And specifically, we're looking at uh, the, shield the shield of faith. Of faith. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, my first question I,
1: I was going ask... to say, I apologize now. I'm going to make a lot of 300 references.
0: A lot of what? A lot of 300 references. Okay. We're yeah. good with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need a little bit of uh, references from 300 because. Yeah. I think the imagery used in 300 was is like perfect for this. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm going to ask, uh, I'll ask you and then I'll ask, uh, Brian, when you, when you think of a shield, what shield do you think of first? For me, it is the medieval times shield. And the re mm-hmm. the reason is because I associate my, like if we were reincarnated or I, I guess you can go back to my, my heritage mm-hmm. and that's where we're from. And that's what I, I see in my head. But you know uh thinking with different movies now like vikings or um the chosen maybe you might see some roman roman uh mm-hmm. armor and stuff like that so but for me it's the medieval times shield
1: i could see that because usually like i think back in medieval times when you had their your shield like the knights had their shield they usually had like their family crest on there so it's like you knew who you're going up against in battle and at the same time it's like well if you knew that that was you know sir Galahad had the great you're like oh crap i'm in trouble or if it was like oh that's just larry the lazy easy. larry the lazy <laughs> what a night yeah, he's easy yeah what a night exactly he's His easy. crest was Whatever. the couch yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so brian when uh when you think of a shield what's the what's the first image that pops into your mind
2: i would say something like uh from 300 or yeah. gladiator you know when they're in the ring um when they first get in the uh um oh my goodness i'm drawing a blank in the stadium or Colosseum. Right. Colosseum, yeah. And they link all their shields together when, yes. when they're um, getting shot by arrows and they stop them all because they're linked in a specific manner.
1: The phalanx for- formation.
2: Yep. The f- what?
0: The phalanx formation. There you go. Phalanx? I did
2: some research on that, but I did forget the name, so. oh,
0: So when uh, you d- you say you did some research, enlighten us. I did some, I mean, I remember the name he saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I... Uh, so the extent.
1: <laughs> I also think of like the... Um, the well, the movie Three Hundred, and how their shields were circular, big, mm-hmm. heavy, like thick metal—not nothing flimsy. Mm-hmm. So it'll stop arrows, it'll stop swords. You can use it as not only a as a defensive item, but also offensive. Mm-hmm. You can use it to, you know, push people out of the way, kind of like they did. Like they formed their line, and yeah, then, and they, you know, they they pushed and h- they held the line, yeah. and then they pushed, and then they came over yeah. the top with the spears.
0: Yeah. Uh, i even think that there's been some shields where they're cut out on the corner so mm-hmm. that you oh. can so that you can uh go over top yeah. mm-hmm. with the spears but it's interesting uh so one of the things that in me doing research for this uh was the shield and that's not the the ones that were formed in a certain way like kind of um not circular but concaved was to it not take the brunt of the sword or the spear but it kind of deflected it now if it was straight then you would you're, feel a yes. full force mm-hmm. so it kind of deflects it that was a lot along the lines with the uh, helmets as well mm-hmm. uh, so there were some little characteristics about shields that uh, were key to helping the shield perform to its best what is the shield of faith there you go
2: the shield of faith for me it, it is. I mean, in, in my life, it's taken me a while to even come to know what faith is. Um, and just reading the Word and, and just learning about God's armor and then doing a little bit deeper dive in just what shields are for and, and the purpose of them. But for me, it was faith that started my entire journey. And it was before I even opened my heart up to God. It was really when... When I decided to move to Texas, you know, um, completely out of my characteristic, you know, um, out of my character to up and move away from my family to come here. Um, you know, we, we had a job or I had a job lined up. So, I mean, it's, it's not like I was coming down here looking for a job, but, um, I didn't realize, but I was, I was leading with blind faith then, you know, um, I didn't really know that or had the definition of faith, but just trusting that everything was going to work out, you know? Um, and I tell Taryn and a couple other people, you know, so many times that one of the, one of my biggest fears moving down here was trying to find, was finding friends at 35 years old, you know, I didn't go out, didn't party anymore, you know? So all that was cut off. You know, the only places I went to was work, the gym and the grocery stores. Like, man, this is going to be really difficult to try and find people to do life with. Yeah. You know, that was, that was one of the, the biggest fears that I had, but, just staying with it and you know God aligned everything to to finally get me to elevate life and to get me to church and then uh, you know opening my heart to him um and then really learning what faith was that that I had it even before I moved to Texas I had it even before I opened opened my heart up to God um and that that faith has continually gotten bigger that shield has continually gotten bigger it has been an offensive weapon it's been a defensive weapon um but, How's
0: it an offensive weapon?
2: Well, just just like Alan was saying, you know, I mean, how they use it to push push back um, when either doubts coming in for me for for a friend of mine um, that it my shield is not just for my protection; it's for the protection of
1: of everybody around me as well. No, I think that's good because like with me and what's going like. So right now in, in in our house, the thing that's going on, like we have two kids we're raising. We were looking at buying a house. We were like, yeah, we're not going to do that this year. Um, and, you know, kind of working through how to balance the time with mm-hmm. both kids and then also balancing time with my wife. There's a lot of, like, to me, there, I, I, have, I do have my doubts. I'm like, am I doing this right? Am I doing a good job? Am I... Providing the way that I need to provide and to have those doubts come in, like if you don't have something that you're falling back on to go, you know, I'm doing well because of XYZ. I can see the fruit of what I'm doing because, you know, to like what Brian was saying to push out doubt and go, well, that's definitely not talk of that's not talk from my father. Um, it's definitely something from the enemy because, or it's just something from mm-hmm. my own flesh because, you know, I see what's going on in the world and I see what's going on with like work and stuff. And now I'm like struggling with it. Well, am I doing a good job? Am I not doing a good job? Everything seems like it's going well. So I think it's important, like Brian was saying, to have that faith to go, well, it's not my will. It's my father's will. Mm-hmm. So I need to humble myself, understand that I can't do it by my, by myself. I need his help. Mm-hmm. To do it and so to me that means a lot of prayer a lot of just my own alone time with god and asking for wisdom and guidance perseverance strength understanding in the moment because there are some things i do not understand Mm -hmm. but I, i think there's times in our life where
2: you know we need to crouch down behind that shield because we've, we've got hundreds of, of, of fiery arrows from the devil being shot at us. And there's times where we stand up, we put it in front of us, and we run forward with it. And the offense is our actions, our words, you know, positive, reaffirming. Because um, there, there's going to be doubts, and I think those doubts are, are those, those, um, those arrows are being shot at us. Um, but the offensive part is, you know, reaffirming, like you said, the will of our father. Uh, reaffirming who we are, who we are in Him, and just positive, a positive attitude, positive talk, positive self-talk. I think that's the action, the offense, with using that shield of faith.
0: I know your mom is is a believer as well. Yes. And was she going to church and doing those things as you were a kid?
2: Not as we were not as we were kids. My aunt who, my aunt and uncle very. Um, very devout Christians um they were the ones that I went to go visit um up in Spokane uh about a month before I found Elevate they took me to their church one Sunday and that's when I just had this revelation of I just I want something something different I want something more and I realized I think it might be God um so Aunt Susan and Uncle John are the ones that kind of we've talked about it a little bit but you know she's told me many times how many years that she has prayed that i found god and then you know when mom got back on her journey with christ um you know she would tell me you know i've been praying for you to find you know to find god um that you you know you'd, you'd be willing to finally walk into the doors of the church one day um and just realizing that at at one point when i when i found Christ and opened my heart to him, it was like Aunt Susie's been praying for 25 years. You know, that's some, that's a long time. You know what I mean? But she never wavered in that faith that I would find God. Mom was 17 years. You know, their, their paths were a little bit different, um, a little different timeline. But that just showed me um, the faith that they had in God bringing me to the place where he wanted me to be. And that was, one, with him, and two, to Texas, to... To everybody I have in my life right now you know to elevate and and everything that is elevate and every everything that is uh, made up of elevate a family of choice but that's um, that's where I saw I guess the first uh, the first glimpse of
0: faith in my journey can you define faith what is your definition of faith
2: not always understanding um, maybe what's going to happen but having a hope for whatever you're wishing or wanting to happen um i know wishing's you know probably i doubt wishing's in the bible but just good anyway i mean obviously you don't want you know faith in something bad to happen to somebody but just having an understanding of you know and a mindset that look this i, I truly believe that this is going to happen you know i truly believe that what i'm doing here on earth is going to put me next to my father in heaven when, how does, it's, when it's time to go meet him
0: how does that line up with like you got faith but how does that line up with being faithful
1: mm, that's a good question um being full of faith well not to be a smart aleck but <laughs>
2: Well, okay, uh, I'll put it to you know, speaking along on the lines of a marriage, you know, because when this podcast comes out, I'll be engaged. What? Congratulations, man! Um am uh, asking Taryn this evening. Um, so to speak to that, you know, I want to be faithful, or I have faith that my marriage is going to work out because I'm going to be faithful to my wife. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to do the the things that are right. I'm going to honor respect love her you know walk hand in hand with her towards the lord every single day so i have faith that my marriage is going to work i have faith that we're going to spend the rest of our life together because i'm going to be faithful to her and god and what he's called to do and who he's called us as husbands and leaders of the family
0: alan how how do you define faithfulness um
1: Kind of like what Brian, a, a little bit to what Brian was saying, uh, believing in the unseen and not necessarily, you know, like, hey, I'm going to run out in traffic and, mm. you know, God's going to protect me. Not that, but, you know, because you can't be a moron, but um,
0: <laughs> we, 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 sometimes I choose to think that I can handle my life Listen, as when I was moronic, younger, uh, yeah, actions.
1: When I was younger, I thought I was invincible, but now I know that I'm not. <laughs> now I just hurt more when I try things. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I mean, kind of like the same thing with Brian, um, like, right, to be honest, like right now, work has been a little bit of a struggle for me. Um, you know, and there have been quite a few moments where I've, I've been on my knees and on my face, um, praying, uh, and I'll admit crying to, to, to God to like, Hey, I need help. I need help with this. Cause I can't do it alone. You've gotten me this far. I need you to get me the rest of the way. I need you to you know, help me make better decisions at work, help me to understand the processes that are going on, help me to be able to, you know, whatever, read this call trace and, and figure out the the bits of information from these different APIs that show now I'm going technical, but... APIs? These different APIs. No, seriously, like the different APIs that show up and help me to be able to get all this testing done when I need to get it done and have answers for, you know, hey, here's progress on where everything's at when, you know, my boss comes to me and says, hey, how are we doing with the, you know, toyota pay testing like oh here's where everything's at
0: hey brian so when we're talking about the shield of faith how do you relate those to the other pieces of armor
2: um i'm not sure if i'm well versed enough of the bible to say if one's more important than the other but for me personally faith is what started the journey it, I don't believe it was the helmet of salvation That I put on first I I believe it was the shield of faith That I um, That I took up first to be able to Put on those other pieces Of armor Like I mean The, the many times I read the you know and, and still to this day you know reading the word of God um, And uh, some of the pieces I still don't know all the exact Definitions and Meanings behind, you know, especially in you know um, how it was originally written, but um, they all go hand in hand together. But for me, it was the shield of faith that started out the entire journey.
0: Well, I like I like the way that that it, or I'd like that thought process of yeah. which piece of armor did did you pick up first? That might like, be something like I leave. could,
2: and I don't want to say hide behind it, but I could crouch down behind that shield of faith. While in the season of my life that I was in, in order to put those other pieces on, yeah, like I could have had the helmet of salvation and still got shot with an arrow, and that helmet wasn't going to save me. but the the faith that I had that the faith that I wanted something more is really what started out the journey. I didn't even know what that was until I, I walked into church and started being intentional about showing up, getting involved, um, yeah. getting you know allowing the right people around me. Um, but if it, if it wasn't for having faith that I'm, you know, there's something out there better than what I'm doing now, there's a better way of life. And I, I believe for me, that was, that was part of that, that faith journey for me. Yeah,
0: you know, what was the first uh, piece of armor do you think you picked up first?
1: Uh, just because, I mean, there was a, my, I grew up in a Catholic home. So my parents were, you know, go to church every Sunday. And then you, of course you get to the point where you're old enough and you go, eh, I don't have to go to church today because. You know, I'm 18 and I figured it all out and I know what I'm doing. And so, you know, every I think every, for the most part, most people have a moment where they step away and kind of like Brian's family, they were praying for him. My mom was praying for me to to get back into church. I had a friend that was also praying for me to get back into church. And then just also kind of being in some weird moments to where you're like, hey, I hope this goes well. Like, I hope this goes the way I, I want it to. Um... And I think in a way that's kind of, I think in a way that is having faith. I hope that this, you know, hey, I hope I get this job that I really want. I hope that uh, this raise comes through. I hope that, you know, I'm able to, whatever, uh, apply for this loan and and be able to buy this car on my own. I think that, I mean, to me, in a way that is having faith, hoping for something that's unseen. You can't touch, you know, the will of, I'm trying to buy this house. You can't touch the, the the transaction of buying the house. You know, you have your paperwork, you submit it, and then you you kind of wait and see what happens. I think that waiting period is when we have is when faith is supposed to show up for most of us. The waiting period in anything, like I said, you know, work's not going. It's not that it's not going well. It's, it's it's okay. It could be a lot better, but um, that waiting period of well, I'm doing the things I'm 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 supposed to do. And then I'm also I'm doing it as far as work goes. I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do. But outside of work, I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do with my heavenly father. I'm praying. I'm, uh, you know, doing my best to stay in the word. I take time to, to, to worship him, um, whether that's in music or, you know, just reminding myself of the good things that he's done for me. And I think that in that waiting period of, that it, to me, that's when faith is supposed to show up. For you, so mm-hmm. to me, I think that yeah, I think faith was the first piece of armor I picked up.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I was, I was sitting here thinking it's probably the shield as well for me. Uh, salvation came after that, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to start walking towards God before I realized that salvation was something that I needed, and I needed that helmet of that helmet of salvation. Uh, the truth, uh, you know, we're talking about being truthful, and uh, I think that for the most part I was being truthful in my world and who I was and who people were around me um, then we have the right breastplate of righteousness I don't know that I was following that very well um, beforehand I I was baptized Catholic raised Baptist baptized Baptist I say baptized Catholic I feel like that's a that, that that's a, a dedication more I think yeah. Uh, I think that that's, and for me, that's more of a dedication. The first time I was baptized, I was baptized Catholic or uh, Baptist. And then uh, twice in my faith now when I first started. And then uh, just recently to uh, kind of reset uh, my, my what was in me. But uh, yeah, I think that the, the shield of faith is something that got, it just kicked it off for everything. Strikers, uh, we'll be right back after we pay some uh, bills, but uh, then we'll have some hard hitting questions afterwards. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for this podcast and our other podcasts the weekend from A to Z. So if you're about to start a podcast, lift Anchor with Anchor FM and set sail on your new adventures. Ting, and we're back. That was me striking the anvil. Ting, ting. (laughs) I might add that in there. Um, So, Brian, where has your faith been tested most?
2: Hmm. I would say believing that God was going to bring me the woman that I desired, the godly woman that I desired, that I was going to be able to Become a husband and a father and have a kingdom led relationship in marriage.
0: What was, why do you feel like that was the, why do you feel like you were tested most there?
2: Growing up and into my, you know, teens and 20s and then 30s. And even when I got here, just I was always surrounded by couples you know i mean i was always the single person i was always the you know the third wheel and most of the time it didn't bother me you know what i mean especially back in the day when i was doing a lot of things i wasn't supposed to do i mean that just who i was i was just kind of on my own um but it was like a double-edged sword when i got to church i saw so many amazing marriages you know not that they were easy but amazing marriages i'm just like um I'm, I'm at times i felt like i was back in my old life i was always the, i was the third wheel you know what i mean Um, and don't get me wrong. I always enjoyed spending time with those couples. I always enjoyed being around them and I've learned so much from them, but just having faith that what I'm doing today is going to help me be in a place to where when I'm ready, God's going to present me with my wife. And he did. And he showed up. Um, cause there was a lot of times when I just, uh, I I just didn't think it was going to happen. I just didn't know, didn't think it was going to be, it just wasn't for me. You know, every single relationship did not work out for one reason or another, you know. It's like, dang, (laughs) how many of these do I have to keep going through um, to find the one? And it was just the the waiting season for me is, and I imagine for a lot of people, is the toughest. But that season had to happen. You know, if it was two years ago, there was no way Taryn and I would have worked out. Unfortunately, I just wasn't in the right spot place in my life. You know, what I mean, um, so through therapy, through being intentional about being in Mighty Men and getting the right people around me, and serving, and just you know, giving my life to Christ every single day. Um, you know, that faithfulness, and even at times that I, I didn't have, you know, faith in that. It's like I I, I have no idea. Um, I don't know that you're going to bring me this woman. You know? Isn't
1: it crazy when he does? Yeah, the circumstances in which things happen. You're yeah. like you never you, the things that you never would have seen coming. Yeah, at all. And um, I mean, and, and not to interrupt you, but no, no, just
2: everything, everything I prayed for, everything I prayed for mm-hmm. in a woman, mm-hmm. there she is. I mean, he right here. That, that's she that's does who exists. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's who Taryn is. You know, I mean, down to. Liking CrossFit, you know, (laughs) she does. She loves it. She's a health nut, you know, Um, every single thing. She is so spirit led. That's that was another thing that was really on my the top of the list was being just spirit led. And she is she is so much more spirit led than I am. And I'm so thankful for that.
1: So we see that the shield of faith does many things. Why do you think it's important that God doesn't shield us from tragedy or loss?
0: Oh. where did you get that alan i, I did some homework <laughs> wow ouch
2: i mean there's tragedy in, in loss i mean from the very beginning of the bible with cain and abel you know um god doesn't promise us an easy life so i don't believe he would shield us from that you know we what would have happened if eve didn't take the fruit from the tree the of the um, knowledge of good and evil we, we may have lived a life that didn't have any, um, you know, any tragedy or, or, or anything like that. I don't know, but we do because, you know, it was what the third page in the Bible where we screwed up, you know, um, but it gives us an opportunity to go back to him in some of the toughest times and say, there's nothing I can do about this. I'm not able to get through it by myself. I have to have you. And I just think that's one of the most vulnerable and transparent places we can be. And not that he brings that upon us for us to come to him, but I believe um, he allows certain things to happen. And we won't understand it until we get to heaven and he answers that questions. If he does answer the question when we get there, I don't know. Um, but there's a reason behind all of it. Um, I had somebody tell me one time that... Um, everything is either God allowed or God anointed, you know? So it's, it's one or the other, whether it's tragedy or triumph. Um, there's always something out of that to learn. And we might not learn it on this side of eternity. You know? Yeah.
0: Why do you think uh, people feel like it's jobs or God's job to protect us? Like, like you, that question that you asked, like, why is that God's cho- God's job to do that? Uh, because allowing Allowing things to happen, uh, I think it prevents things from growing. Mm -hmm. But I don't, you know, that's one of the toughest questions that I've had in my head about when it comes to other people and like, well, why did God allow this to do this? Uh, My question back is like, why is it God's job not to allow it to happen? Does that make sense?
1: I think that's part of. I think part of his like allowing things to happen is for uh, to test our strength, to test our to grow us, to refine us, to make us better, to, you know, understand that there's a reason for all of it, whether it's whether we understand what the reason is or not, there's a reason for all of it. And I also think part of it is just, you know, so that we don't start expecting things to happen great every single day. Because if you do, then you take things for granted. It's not important anymore. If you hand a child, you know, everything they want every single day, then they're going to get to the point, I assume they would get to the point to where they're just going to expect great things to happen. And when it doesn't, they don't know what to do. I think we have such a
2: small mind when it comes to that, whether, and I'm going to say tragedy, like somebody's passed away for whatever reason. I mean, most people probably don't live, I don't know what the normal lifespan is, 70, 80 years old. You know, that is such a small period of time and eternity that that's all we think about most of the time, you know what I mean? When something like that happens, you took this person away from me. And I've had, um, you know, my pop-up he passed away in, um, in 2008. And that was extremely difficult for me. But again, it's a small minded thinking to think I'm never going to see him again. I am going to see him again. Yeah. It might be 40 or 50 years, but that is such a small piece of time in eternity. Um, and sometimes we get wrapped up in that small piece of time to say, I don't know why you took them th- now, but I believe that when I get to see you, God, I'm going to get to see them as well. And all that time that, that I was sad and upset that you took them, I'm not even going to remember because I get to spend eternity with them. So I think it's a big picture kind of look, not that, like I said, it is still a tragedy with, you know, in, in our eyes, but, um, Looking at the big picture is, is I I took this or I did this for X Y Z whatever that may be. But when you get to eternity, when you get when you're next to me, this is you know there's not going to be I don't believe any um, tragedy or loss in heaven. So that's your 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 slate's wiped clean per se.
0: Talking about God allowing things to mm-hmm. happen in someone's life, uh, you mentioned Job and what are your thoughts there
2: um i mean you look at the story of job and i mean his whole family and and herds of animals and everything was killed and um i mean in the end once you go through the entire story it was all to glorify god and not that because some people could probably look at that story and be like well god's selfish you know yeah he just wants all the glory well yeah i mean he is the creator of the universe he gets all the glory you know so I think it's also the perspective and the filter that you allow, you know, what happens in your life to go through. Um, yes, people pass away. Tragic things happen. What is not the lesson per se, because I don't know that it's always meant to teach something like I you know God has to take somebody away from me to teach you something. But um, just just to give him glory and, in, 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 you know, in the everyday life and situations that come up and say, This sucks. This does not make me feel good. Um, I am sad because this has happened. God, I need you to to get me through this. And I don't know why you did it. But again, eternity is a lot bigger than this moment in time. And eternity is a lot bigger than our lives here on this earth. So I trust that whatever reason you did this for or allowed it to happen, that it's for the greater good. Maybe not necessarily for me, but
1: for somebody. Yeah, and I think that um, to Brian's point was that you were saying that time is eternal or Mm. when we get to the other side, time is eternal here Mm. on earth time. Like we think about like the, you know, the 70 or 80 years that we have. And I was going to say that time right now is the most expensive thing. That is Mm. not that we own. It's the most expensive thing that we have because you, you can lose money and gain it back. You can lose, Mm. you know, a car, a house and get that back eventually. But like, once you lose time, it's gone. You don't, you don't Mm. get that back once you, you know, minutes, days, years of your life are gone. You don't, there's not a, like a, a mulligan where you can get, hey, let me redo like the my, my 20s. Let me redo that. It's like, nope, it's already gone. You can't redo it. Um, so I think the time is extremely important uh, to us and to kind of look at what we do with our time. Mm-hmm. Um, are we spending our time worrying about things that we can't control? Well, if you are, then have faith in God that, you know, that there, there's a reason, there's a purpose mm-hmm. for it. Now, again, whether or not we understand the purpose, when I mean, we may never, we may never understand the purpose when we get to the other side. Maybe that's something he tells us. Maybe it's something he just goes, yeah, you don't need to know about mm-hmm. it because it's not for you.
0: Brian, when, uh, as a, like in the beginning of your faith and to now, how quick are you to pick up your shield of faith and, and what, did it look like then and what does it look like now
2: i did i didn't know what to expect when i i'm just going to say walk through the doors of the church because that was just that was that was for me a defining moment you know what i mean just walking into church that day um i didn't expect it to be easy but i didn't expect it to get as difficult as it did and as hard as it did but that was the refining process my faith was that I knew eventually what I was doing and going through, there was going to be a reason for it. You know, it's there's, there was a couple points and actually probably a lot of points in there and moments that really, really sucked. Um, but I wasn't going to waver from the journey. Um, did I stumble a couple of times? Yeah. Yeah, Um, We all do. But I wasn't going to waver from the fact that I believe that this is the best course. This is the best life I could be not necessarily living in that moment, but this is the best thing for my life. This is the best trajectory was to wake up every morning, praise God, stay on this path. Although I didn't know what the end was necessarily going to look like. I mean, none of us know what it look, is going to look like, but we're striving for eternity. Um, you know, and I didn't even understand all of that at the beginning, but I had faith that everything he was doing, whether I enjoyed it or not, if it hurt or not, that it was gonna be for the greater good of of the kingdom,
0: so as we uh wrap up, because we're getting right up up against an an hour uh so you know I know that I asked you to kind of check into the shield of faith and all that um uh, and what that entailed um is there anything that you would like? To tell the listeners about the shield of faith, anything that you learned that was eye opening, or hey, that was that that was um, something that your biggest one of your biggest takeaways.
2: I think one of the biggest takeaways for me was it tells us to take up the shield of faith, um, which that is an action. You know, that's actually that's something we have to do. You know, um, it it takes action from us to, to have that and to step forward in that um, and yeah it's it's a both a defensive and an offensive weapon but you have to you have to be willing to take that step forward in faith and even sometimes in faith of not knowing what it is you're taking a step I mean I didn't necessarily know what I was taking a step forward in when God started aligning the people in my life that, that got me to church you know I didn't know it was faith that you know coming into 2018 I just said I wanted something better I didn't know what that was but I I had to do something you know there's many times in the bible that jesus heals somebody but it's through their actions you know take up your mat and walk he's giving you a command this is what i'm doing but you're responsible for taking that up you know i'm responsible for picking up my faith every day picking up my shield every single day if i don't have faith i you know then i'm not saying it's going to all going to come come tumbling down but you know, if I don't have faith that I believe that this life is the best thing for me, why am I going to show up to church on Sundays? Why am I going to show up to Mighty Men on Saturdays? Why am I going to keep hanging around all the amazing friends and family choice that God's given me? So it's an action step.
1: I think it's really important because like the, the the entire scripture starts off by pick, put on the full armor of God. It's mm-hmm. not something automatic. You, you, yeah. It is an action. Yeah, Yes, it's there for you to use, but mm-hmm. if you don't put it on, it's like when you get up in the morning. You don't just... It's not like you roll out of bed and all of a sudden you're dressed and showered, br- teeth yeah. brushed for the day. You have to go do all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's something you have to prepare for. So, and in, in preparing for it, I think it's it's a con- it takes a conscious effort to remember. This is why I'm putting this on. This mm-hmm. is this is why I'm brushing my teeth. This is why I'm doing my hair to look presentable. This is why I'm putting on deodorant so I don't offend people with my smell. This is you know, <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> it's all that stuff, and. Um, I think it's also like what Brian was saying about having, and I know we talk about having your three a lot. The biggest thing to me about the shield of faith is, take, is, is talking about the form. So in the things that I've been reading, they're always talking about the formation of the shield. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for you. It's mm-hmm. for your fellow man as well. Like who are you surrounding yourself with? Yeah. If you're not surrounding yourself with people that are going in the same direction that you're going, I mean what are you doing if you're if you're the only one that out of your group of friends and I'm not saying you got to like ditch everybody but if you're the only one that's in your group of friends that's you know going to church but all your other buddies are you know hey we're going to go to the strip club and we're going to go do this and we're going to go do these other things that are going against your your morals or going against your your core values what are you doing with I mean at that point it's like well who are you surrounding yourself with is your armor great or are you letting are you allowing other chinks things to in the, uh... chinks in the armor. Other things to come in to where now you're. eh, maybe you're not going to pick up your shield that day. Maybe you're not going to put on the the helmet. Oh, I'll leave the breastplate at home, kind of thing. I don't need it today because you know I'm. You know whatever that might look like. And the the other thing about the formation is that it's whenever you have your own doubts, you have your brothers and sisters there next to you to pick you back up. Like, hey, I'm having trouble with this, and now you have somebody who's going to. Yeah, maybe kick you in the nuts and tell you, hey, man, you got to get your head out of the sand and look at this great thing you've got (laughs) as Brian kicks Scott. (laughs) But, you know, as but yeah, like, hey, you've got this great thing to look forward to. It reminds me of like when when Chuck was on with um, Don and how, you know, they'd be on the road and they would call each other and, you know, and and they would not, I guess, jokingly in a way like, hey, man, I, I messed up and here's what I did. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got the other guy going. Like losing is cool. What are you doing? How did you let this happen? You know, to kind of see, like, well, what kind of like not not a test is like what kind of friend are you? But at the same time, like, what kind of man am I hanging out with? What kind of man am I, or woman, that I am spending my time with? If I am, if you are not there to help pick me up or not there to to set me correct, you know, if you are like, hey, good job, good good for you, man, you can go do it again, then it's like, well, wait a second, you are not on my side. You are not rooting the best. You are not wanting the best for me, in in my faith walk. I don't know where I was going with the rest of it. But, I'm, I'm
0: afraid you just said something that might turn Brian off from hanging out with me for now on. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the kind of relationship did I we have. Miss something? What's did I- <laughs> did I miss? Thanks for paying attention and listening <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, next week, uh, strikers, we have Michael Della Feminia on uh, talking about the sandals of peace. And uh, I, I would say, you know, we talked about uh, a defining moment. In our lives, when we say defining moment, it's interesting the thought process we go into. Like this, this, this thing that happened defined me and who I am today. But I feel like we need to turn that around and take those moments and put the definition on them that who we are. If that makes sense. Um, but Michael played a big part in. Uh, who I've become in the past two years and what he did for me. And I don't know. I think I've told him a couple times, but I don't, I still don't know if he knows yet. So we'll have Michael on next week to talk about the sandals of peace. And uh, it's going to be a huge one as well. So strikers um, look forward to seeing y'all there. Uh,
1: Alan, if people want to listen to us, watch us, contact us, what do they do? They can email us at MightyAnvilPodcast at com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at MightyAnvilPodcast, The Mighty Anvil. Wait, Mighty Anvil. I, think, I don't even
0: know. I don't even know anymore. We are so sad. Mighty oh. An- I think it's Mighty Anvil Podcast. Wow.
1: There's no the. Yeah, Mighty Anvil Podcast. <laughs> um, for those that want to listen on the website, you can go to TheMightyAnvil.com. Yeah all right well uh since you've been on the show
0: once before hopefully you've prepared a little bit uh brian but uh we have our guests pray us out
2: all right father god we just thank you for this day thank you for this opportunity to come together lord father we just thank you for this podcast and we just ask that you bless and place your hand on every person that this touches lord father we just ask that you um just place your hand on Scott and Alan, Lord, as the, uh, as these airwaves go out, and just help. Just ask that uh, these words and um, the guests that are on here, Lord, that just the words that they speak are are just spoken from the Holy Spirit, Lord. And we just thank you for that. Thank you for this platform that you've created, Father God. We just ask that you open our eyes, ears, hearts, and minds to what you're speaking into us today, tomorrow, this week, Lord. Um, and just thank you for those opportunities to speak your good word to others. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Strikers, till next week.